from Hollywood, USA, the entertainment capital of the world. This is the Room Rail for the week of March 23rd, 2020. Your only source for drama, gossip, tea, and speculation from the world of RuPaul's Drag Race. Only in America can a woman like me have a friggin' chorizo. The Rumor Mill starts now. As I stated right there at the top of the show, today is March 23rd, 2020, and this is the rumor mill for that very week, March 23rd, 2020. And as always, I am joined by the goddess of glitz, glamour, and gossip herself, Ms. Laurie Roggenkamp. Hello, Laurie Roggenkamp. I'm kidding. I can hear you. Hello. Laurie, no one knows what you're talking about. Everyone, we had a little bit of a kerfuffle earlier where Laurie, for some reason, we don't know why... Yeah, that was weird. Volume was muted. Also, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at five different things. I just hear silence. Oh, anyway. Ah, darn it. I was hoping you were looking at me. No. Now, Lori, uh, you know, we here at, uh, you know, at Afterthought Media, we are considered. And what's funny, this is really strangely true. An essential business. You know, we are essential. So we don't have, we can't close. Not only are we not to close, we can't close. We're essential. You, you know? have to stay open. You have to stay open. We're essential. We are seen as essential, Lori. Now, as since you are essential uh, uh, personnel, what what is your take? What do you think? What do you think about what's going on? Because you've been you've been as we learned. I don't know if we learned on the rumor mill last week, but that you think uh, this Kristen Bell is a total cunt, right? <laughs> No, it's it, not Kristen Bell. We learned that I messed up. It's not Kristen Bell. First off, Kristen Bell is how I get most of my news. Yeah, so yeah, but uh, but but now you are are you obeying this quarantine that's come down from uh, high above that we have to stay indoors? Well, yes, I'm obeying it, but also I'm obeying my aunt's version of the quarantine, which is just me not being able to go places. But then she can order from Amazon and talk to the Amazon delivery guy. Uh, you know. All the all the time, but yeah, I yeah. can't go anywhere because yeah. I could be susceptible to yeah. the disease. So yeah. it's so funny. I know what you mean. My parents are the same way. They're very like, "Oh my god, don't you're going to bring the disease back to us? Don't go anywhere, please. Don't go anywhere. You're going to bring the disease. We're old, right?" And then they're out gallivanting all over the place. Yeah, yeah. My aunt can come over to the house and bring her dog, and they can hang out and mm-hmm. do whatever, and they can order food, and they can talk to the delivery person, and mm-hmm. they can have long chats. But then, if I want to go to Costco or just you know down to the drive-in uh, bank so I can deposit money, oh no, you, Lori, you really need to think about my health, and I I can't go to a hospital. It's like, oh my god. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's really bad. So, uh, how have you been keeping busy now that you are locked in the house? How have you been keeping busy? Um, I've just been planning and solidifying how I'm going to murder every member of my family. So that's good. <laughs> you, you know, you had you had hinted to me, and I don't know if you want to get into it yesterday, that you and your aunt had sort of gotten into it. 
Well, yeah, because of the whole thing about how she, you know, I can't, I can't go anywhere, but mm-hmm. she literally shook the mail. She shook the, the delivery driver's hand the other day. Oh, she did. It was like, thank you so much. And I was like, literally, that's like the number one thing you shouldn't be doing. Mm-hmm. And, and then my other aunt who was over at the time, she goes, well, then if you're, if you're that way, then maybe I shouldn't come over. And I was like, maybe you uh, shouldn't. Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't be quarantining. I actually, like, th- I think it. I think the rule is you. You can't be having any get-togethers whatsoever. Well, see, the thing is, is it's all like you know, it's all what's okay with for them. They see that their lives are just mostly quarantined. It's mm-hmm. just that they occasionally get packages or mm-hmm. deliveries, or they have my aunt comes over or something. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's not like they have like a very like crazy lifestyle but my aunt still goes to the doctor and she still comes back here and she's Mm -hmm. still you know so it's like it's like whatever their lives they don't want to disrupt their lives but Mm -hmm. they are like all frustrated with the younger people who keep going outside and it's like okay well now let me ask you you this are you afraid of the coronavirus yourself um not really because i don't really feel like i do or go anywhere where I would get the coronavirus, but 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 if you were you to get it, would you be afraid? Oh yeah, definitely. I heard. I guess my aunt read, and I don't know if this is true or not, but my aunt read that blood type A, I guess for some reason, has like the most s- severe uh, reaction to it, and I think I'm blood. I'm, my blood type is A. Plus, I'm already in compromise because I have he- elevated high blood pressure and I'm overweight. Mm-hmm. You know, and I just have a general like. I don't have a will to live, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that, that could be like, part of it. I feel like if the coronavirus took like took over, I'd be like, oh yeah, I don't so, know. So what has been the one bright spot? I don't want to darken everybody's day, you know. What has been the one bright spot? And since like, is there a piece of media you've discovered something to happen? Because yeah, I know you haven't been able to see your girlfriend because her girl, her roommate has been infected, so now she has to quarantine. But um, is well, there- her roommate has been sick. We don't oh, okay. know what it is. Oh, okay, her roommate's been sick. And so but, she's self quarantining yeah. just to be sure. But uh, uh, what, what has there been a bright spot? What has been the bright spot of your past week? I mean, I've just been able to catch up on a lot of TV. I mm-hmm. finally finished Cheers. Oh, you did? How did you? I, how did you feel about that? Um, I was okay. It was sad, you know. It was mm-hmm. a, a, a sad ending, but I was like, you know, it's a eleven seasons, so I was like, mm-hmm. oh, geez. Um, I'm starting to watch Elementary, and then I started watching Golden Girls. I actually have a list. I'm coming actually when you, before you called me, I was coming up with a schedule for my week where I don't want to just binge because I feel like when I binge, mm-hmm. I get sick of the show and then I stop watching. Yeah. So I want to create a schedule where I just watch certain almost shows like your own TV days. schedule, almost like your own TV schedule. So like on Wednesdays, you know, you have your Wednesday block. Like you're basically, yeah. yeah. Oh, how how interesting! That's a very interesting way of doing it. Now you know, Lori. Not to do a plug here. Are are you watching the Golden Girls? Because you know, myself, Mike Lawson, and Joseph L. Buhecker, all podcasting legends. We are launching a Patreon only limited series where we're going to recap the Golden Girls. No, but it's funny you said that because I literally, I was going to text you, but then you were you were texting me about how you just you just have a very lackluster attitude today, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't want to keep bombarding him with stuff but i was gonna text you when i was texting you other stuff that i was like oh maybe me and what's her face should start up that you know um murder she sat down and she wrote oh you should are you gonna do murder you murder she sat down and she wrote yeah i would do it i mean the only the only issue is is that i i was like 
trying to think because it's not like I don't, it's not streaming anymore anywhere else. And the YouTube oh, channel that not? used to get all watch all the videos that that got shut down. Oh, there's, it, so, it, it, yeah, it was streaming somewhere like an Amazon Prime or something. It's not there. Anymore. I have to look up and see, but it I haven't looked in, in a long time since I finished the series. So. Oh, murder. She yeah. And, and you can that the great thing is you can just sell as it's it, again, like we're doing the Golden Girls only as a limited series as long as this quarantining shit is going on. Right. Yeah. But murder. She she sat down and she wrote would be a good one with uh, podcasting legend Brenda Boo. Yeah, well, I'm not Brandy Boo. Her name's Vivian Lee now. Vivian, Vivian Lee. Lee. Yeah. But um, so anyway, so I thought about doing that, and then I I saw the, your thing about doing the Golden Girls, and I thought, oh, that's funny because I actually just started watching the Golden Girls mm-hmm. so, from episode one. No, I'm on episode. My aunt and I watched a bunch the other day, so we're on episode six or seven. No, but you started with episode one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, interesting. So, th- so that will be fresh in your mind when we cover it. Yeah. Yeah, ah, interesting. We're only the original plan. Uh, anyway, who? No one cares about the original plan. Um, so you've had the bright spot. Yeah, 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 yeah. Have you have you been able to leave the? Have you been able? To, you know, this is what I was worried about. I was thinking about you. What about Chipotle? Have you been able to have Chipotle? Chipotle? No, I haven't been able to have any Chipotle. How does that make and you feel? It's. Um, I mean, it hurts. Mm-hmm. You know. It's like I feel like a part of me is missing. Sometimes I just stare out the window and just like think about like what I what my life was like beforehand eating Chipotle willy nilly Mm -hmm. and how like, you know how when you like break up with somebody, you're like, oh, man, if I knew that that the last time we had sex was going to be the last time I really would have put my all into it. Mm -hmm. And then like I feel the same way. I feel like oh, I really should have savored savored that that last burrito that i had so but it's mostly because i'm monetary because i'm not gonna i'm gonna be making a third of what i'm making now yeah. so all right i just want to come out of this without any debt so i'm trying to cut back on a lot of waste oh, so okay. yeah literally but figuratively and literally all right we'll be back right after this with headlines Drag Race UK is on hold. RuPaul's Drag Race UK season two has been put on hold due to the worldwide coronavirus epidemic. Accor- oh, sorry, pandemic. According to a show source, Drag Race was being filmed at Pinewood Studios and was well underway with contestants on set as well as talent and the production team, and it was deemed far too risky. At the moment, the the plug has been. Oh, I'm sorry. At the moment, the plug has been pulled completely on the show, said the source, and it's and as it stands, the second series of Drag Race is on hold. According to the source, it's awful for everyone involved. People aren't working and the studios are empty, but obviously the health of everyone on the show comes first. A BBC spokesman said in light of the spread of COVID-19, after much consideration, production on RuPaul's Drag Race UK will be temporarily paused, filming both... We'll be temporarily pausing filming both in consultation with and supported by the BBC. We will continue to review all productions on a case-by-case basis, and we will continue to follow the latest news and advice from the Foreign Office, World Health Organization, and Public Health England. 
Lori, your thought on the effect that uh, coronavirus is having not only on RuPaul's Drag Race UK, but on just the world, the production of TV shows around the world. Yeah, the production has completely halted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, shows that and shows have been canceled. I mean, and that's just like um, the, the the locally, yeah. K-Rock has a, which is a radio station in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. has a morning show that's been on the air for about 30 years. Mm-hmm. And they fired every everybody on the staff. They mm-hmm. fired them mm-hmm. uh, last week. Mm-hmm. And they sort of used the coronavirus as an excuse. So, I mean, people are just, they're just cutting the fat left, right, and center. Yeah, I'm not saying that the UK thing is that, but... I mean, no, no, I think I, it's, they, they're going to have to come back. You know what happened? You don't, you don't, you may not know this, but in season three, and there, there are wild speculations as to what happened. But in the in the early-ish in season three, about three or four episodes in, they filmed an episode, and then they took like a three-week break from the show. And there are wild rumors. So it, it happened to be after a very legendary fight between Shangela and Mimi M first. So some people say. That uh, that there was a huge that we that there was more to the fight than we saw, and that it got very violent. So they had to like literally for legal reasons keep everyone apart. Some people speculate that RuPaul had health problems; she had a heart attack at that time. Oh, jeez. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, but but uh, I think it was like three or six weeks. It was it was shut down for a while. And in fact, when you watch the show between that episode and the next episode, they have different hairstyles when they come back, and it's just it's just very different. So one of them uh, is like thinner and white like it's like just like yeah completely changed their look yeah so uh anyway but uh but so so drag this that's that's basically what's going to happen with drag race uk is at some point they're going to come back to finish filming this show and all this time will have passed do you think let me ask you this question do you think they will address the break on the show um i mean i think they they will have to because it's such a, a global issue mm-hmm. that I think they're going to have to address it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, the, who knows? Who knows where we'll be? I mean, they keep pushing back the date when we, when we'll be able to reassess and go back to work, and that mm-hmm. keeps getting pushed back and back. So, and now my aunt heard that like they probably won't have an answer till like next year. So, I mean. I can't imagine it going that long, but I couldn't imagine them shutting everything down. So, the problem you know. with the next year talk, the problem with the next year talk is it's not people who hear it think that's going to be like this for a whole year. In, in the articles that I've read, at least what when they're saying about a year, when they're saying nine to 18 months, what they're saying is a weird seasonal thing. Okay. Yeah. So what they're saying is that, like, let's say in the summer we see the cases go down and they relax the rules a bit, right? But they're basically saying be prepared for us because they don't know what. Even if it goes away, they don't know what's going to happen next. We're not, not the coronavirus show. Let's move on. All right, here we go. All right, Britta Filter, season 12 contestant, oh, sounds off on Leslie Jones, season 12 contestant Britta Filter, took to Twitter to sound off on episode 4 guest judge Leslie Jones, who herself live-tweeted the latest episode on Twitter and put Britta Filter on blast for being shady. In response, Britta Filter posted the following vague tweet. First, she posted, she's not paying my bill, so I'm not paying that hateful loudmouth cunt any mind, Okay. Now, for a while, people were thinking that she was talking about Leslie Jones, or they were speculating it could be somebody else, right? Later, Britta was more specific when she tweeted the following. 
Uh, at LesDog can keep throwing shade at me, but honey, in case you haven't watched the news, the library is officially closed. I am learning a lot watching myself on the show. I always try to spread joy with my drag, and I'm realizing that my overconfidence on the show has not been allowing that joy to shine through. In the meantime, I'm not going to let negative comments keep me from being positive and growing. I've got my light to protect through this crazy process, so I'm going to focus on the love and try to tune out the haters. We have many more things to be concerned about right now besides a shady comment on Drag Race. What are your thoughts? So I, I, I've actually heard the Leslie Jones uh, comments. If you want, I can pull them up. Yeah, what was the, what was the comment? She's, because done, the, she's done a few, but I'll, I'll, the, early on... I'll find a one from early on. Let me do that while you while you talk about it uh, in a very vague sense. I'll pull them up. But um, she makes because she you know she lives tweets this thing stuff and she posts. So there's a ton of them, but there's an early one and they all pretty much echo the early one. Okay. So okay. but 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 baby, well I well I looked that up. Um, what 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 are your thoughts on this? Everything just well, said? it just sounds like Britta. Fil- First off, I love how people always say haters when they're just talking about criticism. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, haven't heard the comment. Maybe it is hateful, but mm-hmm. I I can't imagine. But I I think it's funny that th- so let's say um, uh, Leslie Jones says, "Oh, you were being a little cocky there," mm-hmm. and then Britta filters like, "Hey." Uh, I don't need coming at me saying I'm cocky. That's negative. And I'm all mm-hmm. about spreading positive positivity. And yeah, I looked at my video and I did look, seem cocky. And I'm mm-hmm. trying to work on myself and not be mm-hmm. so cocky. But I don't need you telling me I'm cocky. It's mm-hmm. like, what? Like, I feel like she's basically just saying, don't criticize me. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Plus, yeah, go I gotta be honest, she seems very fragile. Britta Filter seems like you could, you know blow her over with a feather emotionally not okay. physically she's we'll, very we'll, sturdy physically we'll, we'll play a couple i'm, I'm at the fade off of this music so you can hear it hold on all right here we go so we'll play a few here here's the first one ready if i would have known britta was so fucking shady oh my god so shady bitch and you in the big leads now, bitch. You ain't just in New York. Exactly. It's ridiculous. Yeah, bitch. You you got you in here with a bunch of good queens. Am I confused? Do y'all not understand that y'all in the motherfucking RuPaul's Drag Race? It's all top queens. Everybody know how to improv. Everybody know how to sing. Everybody know how to do all that. Everybody know that's why they there. So compete, bitches. And, and just compete. Get good. Okay. The, let's look at this one right here, too. We'll look at one more. Here, ready? You a shady bitch. I'm sorry. You a shady ass bitch. Everyone should know Britta's on the screen. Just your whole demeanor, yo. If I would have fucking known, I would have let your ass have it. Did you, bitch? Exactly. Woke up and then went back to sleep, ho. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what are your thoughts, Lori, on uh, 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 what happened there? I feel like something happened with between RuPaul and Britta. Or not RuPaul, uh, Leslie Jones and Britta, and Leslie feels slighted <coughs> because that's a lot of anger for. Uh, but I will say I don't disagree. I feel like Britta Filter is definitely kind of coming on fake, mm-hmm. and you could totally tell that she thinks that she's this hot shit mm-hmm. walking in. I mean, <clears throat> you know, she's the type, she literally complained that she didn't get critiques 
on her improv that she was just safe. And it's just like, no, like, would you have preferred to be in the bottom? Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, you know. It's so weird. It's one of the most frustrating thing about uh, contestants on RuPaul's Drag Race is they like to casually use the 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 television editing when it's to their advantage. So whenever they're being a cunt or like they're they're like the way Britta has been coming up, they're like they get upset that you get mad. I'm like, don't you know it's a TV show? It's just a TV show, and things are edited. Not everything is what you see. Everything isn't real. Yeah, yeah. They go that whole route, right? Yeah. But then whenever it works to their favor. You don't ever see them mention that. Like, when they do really well, like, you don't ever see them go, like, yeah, it's a TV show. It's not real. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Like, it was edited. I'm not really funny. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Uh, they like, they like, they will use it when they, when it, it when it suits them. And, no, but I will say this. I will say this. I agree with you. Because uh, Leslie Jones, and I've often talked about this, is our show. We are evaluating a television sh- We're recapping a television show about drag, okay? Yeah. And what's funny, what's, even though... Did we talk about RuPaul and Fresh Air last week besides the fracking? No, she, just the fracking. Yeah, when, when, when I was listening to it, she said something really interesting. And it's so funny that the, that the fans didn't pick up on this because it actually is something that, the, that I thought the hardcore fans would pick up on and be, feel it's kind of cunty. But uh-huh. um, Terry Gross asked her at one point, like, how do you feel about people who say that this show changed their life or that they decided to become a drag queen to the show or that it really influenced them? And RuPaul's very like, good for them. I'm making a TV show. And if it has that influence on you, then good for you. But I'm, I'm not thinking about that. <clears throat> I'm just making a TV show, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. But I think a lot of the hardcore fans would be very hurt by that. And, yeah. but so I'm evaluating a television show about drag queens. And, um, and so when, so in other words, I have to at some point buy into the edit and the characters as how they're portrayed in the show because I'm evaluating a television show. And I think Leslie Jones is doing the same thing. I think she recognizes that were she, sit, were she to sit there and have a conversation with Britta, things might be different, but she's evaluating the character as portrayed. Before I move on with something else, what do you have to say about that? I agree. I think, I think that it, you know, I think you can say it's editing, but also I think, you know, the, the, the portrayal is that you're, you're giving only so much for Mm -hmm. editing, you know? Mm -hmm. So if they're constantly showing you as this um, backstabbing kind of, you know, uh, whiner, Mm -hmm. then, you know, it's like, well, what, when did you give him a softer side? Mm-hmm. You know, because because this is all you're showing us. And I feel like Britta has the four episodes in, mm-hmm. you know, or or I guess two episodes with Britta, mm-hmm. three episodes of Britta. Mm-hmm. She's only really shown that yeah. side of her, and so it's like unless we see a different side, mm-hmm. you know, she's she's going to be known as. She, I feel like she's slowly turning into the villain of the of the whole thing, and yeah. oh, okay. um, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, now, as far as the the thing with Terry Gross, her asking there, I actually do kind of agree with RuPaul on that because I think the issue with having a show that has such a cult following is that sometimes people feel like because it it, it influenced them, they own a portion of the show, mm-hmm. and they're like, I don't want you changing this because this is how I remember yeah. it when I was younger, and this mm-hmm. is what I fell in love with. Yeah. And so I think she has to sort of. 
I think in the beginning you can tell she wanted to be something, mm -hmm. but then she slowly learned that she had to start distancing herself yeah. and she couldn't be this, you know, martyr for people because she's not a, she's, she's a, a human being. She's a, a complex flawed human being who, you know, is essentially wants to make money mm -hmm. and she made this show to make money and it became this whole thing. And now she, now people are essentially going into drag because of it. And she, you know, I think she, is excited for them, but she can't be like, yes, this is what I want because then now she's expected to sort of be a champion for, for gay and, 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 and drag everywhere. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, one of the things I want to ask you about is one thing po someone pointed out is that they felt it was kind of rich that Leslie Jones was beating up on Britta filter when she was the one who was crying and moaning when Ghostbusters came out, that people were being mean to her on social media and criticizing her there. And what do you think about that? Well, there was a difference there. They weren't being mean to her. They were what they were doing was, and it was it was a little bit of uh, it was a, it was a twofold. What they were doing was is first off they were upset because it was an all female ghostbusters okay mm -hmm. so you could say that secondly leslie you have the three white oh, actresses mm -hmm. playing scientists mm -hmm. and leslie jones is a transit worker mm -hmm. and so they had you had people who were upset about that and leslie jones said hey why can't a transit worker be smart and be be fun and be entertaining I, i'm portraying the everyman sort of thing mm -hmm. and then people were like okay but don't you see our argument that like you're the only black person in the group and you're not a scientist, you know? Mm -hmm. And, and she, so I think she sort of got super upset about that because, you know, I, I don't think she necessarily saw that maybe she didn't see it as a bad thing. And I think when people pointed it out to her, she kind of got on the defensive and maybe ruffled a couple of feathers and, and got, you know, got a little too loud. Um, and then when the sh when it came out and the show wasn't and the movie wasn't really a success, people were kind of like looking to her to be like, "See, don't you see our point?" Nobody liked it because the the it was flawed, and she was like, "No, it was flawed because nobody from the get go, everybody was bitching and moaning about it." Well, so. I, I hate to break it to you, <laughs> that was I think the uh, transit worker part was one of the least of her problems. I think there was a lot of like very racist stuff hurled at her uh, on there about. You know, just very, very... Oh, she had a lot... She's had racist stuff. Her, she had a, that Milo, whatever his name is, like, hacked her account or did something and, like, basically, like, started telling people that she was saying these awful things. And then she had people, like, coming at her and stuff. She's had issues on... She's had people attack her on Twitter all the time. So, yeah, no, it's it's not it's not an, an, a new thing. She's, she's had criticism... Ever since she started on SNL, she's had criticism. And I'm sure before that. I mean, she, she's been a Def Jam comic for at least 20 years, even possibly more. So, you know, she's, trust me, she's been able, she can handle herself. All right. Ooh, here we go. Amber Crombie and Fitch cuts ties with gay plus size model over racist social media posts. According to the gay blog Queer Tea, Abercrombie and Fitch it's queerty, isn't it? Queerty. Abercrombie and Fitch says it's no longer working with gay plus size model Michael McCauley after problematic social media posts he wrote resurfaced on Twitter just as he was being profiled in the company's new ad campaign about inclusiveness. Earlier this month, 
Queerty fan ran an interview with Macaulay during which he touted the importance of diverse representation. Shortly after the interview was published, however, a number of racist social media posts written by Macaulay started recirculating on Twitter. In one of them, Macaulay blasted members of Black Lives Matter, calling them a group of extremists. In another, he bemoaned the activist group for blocking the streets and making him late for a meeting. And in another, he took aim at Jada Pinkett Smith for her stance on Oscars on hashtag Oscar so white, then complained that the Grammys don't nominate enough white artists. Now, in a statement to Queerty, the company said it has terminated its relationship with Macaulay. Quote, Abercrombie and Fitch has worked hard over the last few years, particularly under new leadership, to improve and be more inclusive with everything we do, including our marketing, our size ranges, our charitable partners, our store experiences, and our hiring practices. Abercrombie and Fitch's Face Your Fierce campaign was created to help promote diversity, equity, and inclusion, and the comments made by Mike McCauley clearly do not support that goal. They also contradict the values of our company, our associates, and our customers. As such, we are no longer working with him. Queerty reached out to McCauley for a comment when the controversy first erupted, but he has never responded to their requests. Lori, your thoughts on uh, everything you just heard there on that story? I mean, yeah, he deserved to get fired. He's an idiot. I mean, just at least delete posts, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand why everybody feels like everything they put out in the universe has to be, you know, encapsulated for forever. Mm -hmm. You know, just go through and delete your tweets. You know, not everything you think and say is is genius. So, yeah, good. You should be fired. What's that thing you do again about a puppy's butthole on Instagram? Puppy butt politics. <laughs> yeah. See, I mean, who knows? Maybe when I when I start actually trying to get like a real job or like a comedy job, I might delete those posts or something. But you know, I it, it's one of those things where yeah. It, you know, he put stuff out there that was asinine and misguided and, mm-hmm. you know, race, uh, you know, racist and and definitely prejudiced and, you know, mm-hmm. unfounded and, you know, came from an uneducated place. And I feel like he never really acknowledged that or moved forward or at the very least just deleted the, the comments. Yeah. And then has the audacity to talk about how he feels like inclusion is the best thing. So, yeah. Good. I'm glad he's fired. He's an idiot. Very good. All right, guys. I don't know what your situation is with this quarantine and uh, what and maybe you maybe you have a lot of content like Lori's watching a lot of television shows. Uh maybe you're out there running around the streets. Who knows what you're doing, right? But I'm going to tell you uh, we have been doing such a bang-up job here. I have, to, I have to thank people like Lori Roggenkamp and Mike Lawson and Joey Boohacker and Adam Burns and Jay Ellis. All these people who have stepped up to the plate to provide as much content as possible for our Patreon supporters. So uh, if, if, if you are starving for content, there I would say... There's just as much non-drag content as drag content. I mean, Jay Ellis has been doing this interview series. Lori, I just learned this crazy stuff about Lori. Like, for instance, Lori went with a woman on a date, and they both ordered tuna End of fish, story. And they both ordered tuna fish sandwiches, and she did not see the humor in that whatsoever. And neither did Jay Ellis during the interview. I'm, I'm listening at home I, going... I, I, until you mentioned it right now, I, I did not... That did not click with me. It didn't click with you that two lesbians were eating tuna on their date. 
No, because it wasn't melted tuna. It wasn't like where you can Wait, get what? the fish smell. I feel like that. I don't know. Melted tuna. I feel like it's like where you can smell the fish. Then I can see the joke. But the just the tuna fish. I and I was also focused on the fact that like you know I was hanging out with a a woman who was head to toe hairless. So and white. Guys. You learned so much about Lori in this in-depth interview. So Jay Ellis is doing that series. You have, uh, we're starting, as you heard, that Golden Girls recap, a limited run during the quarantine. Uh, Lori and I did a, a, a Wash Your Hands show that, I don't know, it's very, people are, I took, I took a poll, Lori, and people are split on it. Um, oh, they don't like it? Some people like it, some people don't. It's, I'm, I'm just, I don't know what we'll do. Uh, but guys, there's so much content coming out because we're trying to make everyone entertained as much as possible. And then you have the Drag Race content. So go over to patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia and join any tier. I think all the tiers get the non-drag content, but for a drag content, join the premium tier. And uh, you you can get all this stuff. You get this show two days early with no commercials. So once again, patreon.com slash afterthoughtmedia. Do it today. But now that that's said, this is the spoiler section. Get out. Get out. If, if you don't like spoilers, this is the end of the show for you because the last thing we talk about, it's spoiler time right here. I don't know. All right, Laurie, once again... Not many spoilers. All right. Okay. Uh, we got everything right last week. Well, we didn't know who the winner was, right? But we didn't get it wrong. We just didn't know it was no. Gigi Good was the winner. Okay. Yeah. And uh, it's same thing this week. Uh, not that many, but here's what I can tell you. Here's what we. Here's what the expected information. Now, everyone should know. All this is according to reddit.com slash r slash spoiled drag race if you want to see more spoilers you can go there we're just doing it on an episode by episode basis uh the expected mini challenge is unknown we don't know what the expected mini challenge is the expected maxi challenge is a gray's anatomy parody acting challenge called gay's anatomy okay that's in the preview though okay the expected win unknown we don't know who's gonna win right but we do know who's in the bottom two. Ooh. Yeah, the expected bottom two is Heidi in Closet and Nikki Doll. Heidi in Closet, Nikki Doll. <sighs> They're going to be... Uh, well, first of all, there's the expected runway. I should probably put move that up. The expected runway is going to be capes. <laughs> they have to wear capes. Capes? Mm-hmm. Capes. No capes. Yeah. And then the expected song that Heidi and Nikki will be lip syncing to is Heart to Break by Kim Petras. I don't think I've heard that song. Well, should we pull it up? Yeah, I mean, it, you don't have to. If you... And then the expected elimination. If you had a guess between Heidi in Closet and Nikki Doll, who would you say is that you think is going home? Is Nikki Doll the, the French? Nikki Doll is the French one, yeah. Who's so I'd say Nikki Doll, because Nikki Doll's been in the bottom twice now. Has she? Yeah. She was in the bottom with uh, with the woman who went home first. Okay, well, the second time. Oh, you're saying this no. is this, this no. is the second time? Yeah. Okay, hold on for a second. Let me fade out of this song here. Even though this is a song everyone knows that uh, we do it here. Here we go. Here, here's Heart to Break by Kim Petras. Yeah. 
that song have you really yeah oh wow. i can't believe i forgot about it all right anyway you were right the expected elimination is nikki doll she's expected to go home on this episode uh oh wait, let me put this music back on this is what this is, i should have said that the expected elimination larry is nikki doll Ooh! yeah thank you can we do it during the music all right any other spoilers that you may have laurie or you uh <laughs> no no, I don't have I don't, any. Maybe sometimes I thought you might bring a spoiler. Well, I oh oh yeah, that I'm creating my own spoilers. Uh, well, as you know, I've I've I'm sticking to my spoiler that I feel like Britta Filter has a drug problem allegedly, mm-hmm. um, and that her teeth are fake allegedly. Um, my other spoilers, I feel like at, by the end of of Heidi in Closets run on RuPaul's Drag Race, she will change her name. To um, Heidi, go lightly. <laughs> I'll think of other ones as as the show progresses. Spoiler alert: People are wondering now why you're an Ellie improv and sketch comedy legend. I screwed my way to the top, so that should tell you why I only made it through LA County. All right, here we go. this oh it's a rumor mill theme sorry i have no idea that was my fault that was my fault um how do we end this show uh i think we both just sort of go yeah yeah (laughs) i thought there was a song i played to end the show oh i think it's right here no i don't you know what i'm gonna pick a song right now i'm gonna pick a song what where's the old rumor mill theme uh here it is we'll go here All right, uh, you can follow Laurie Roggenkamp over on Instagram at PickleMyth. That's P-I-C-K-L-E-M-Y-T-H. You can also check her out on the Bloody Podcast that she does with her friend Maria. Any anything else you want to plug? Was it worth it? <laughs> anything else you want to plug, Laurie? Uh, check out stuff on afterthought we're doing some stuff here so oh, yeah. that'll be fun yeah you can do patreon.com slash afterthought media yeah uh, and and Lori and i are doing a whole b- all sorts of stuff over there like, for instance like i think tomorrow we're recording um your dad uh, your dad's audition for live with kelly oh tomorrow we're doing it i thought so yeah not today yeah i'm down all right 
So uh, if you want to follow Joe Batanz on Twitter, you can do Good that. Good morning, campers. <laughs> Good morning, Ruthie. You, you know, on Animal Crossing, I named my island Wanakiki. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, you can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram at uh, Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Email us at drag rate notes. I don't know. Don't email us. Drag race recap at gmail.com, though, if you want something to say. Uh, okay, we'll be back later this week with the full recap. Uh, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Tomorrow, on Monday, you'll get the full recap of uh, episode five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Laurie, we'll talk to you next week. All right, bye. Adios. Adios.